What's going on? Welcome to the Zompire Horde Podcast. Join us every Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, as your hosts, Vlad the Rad and Michelle of the Dead, discuss horror, true crime, and the macabre. Episodes available on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Join us, won't you? Hello, and welcome back to an all-new Zompire Horde Podcast, where I, your host, Vlad the Rad, along with my new co-host, Patrick von Smithenstein and Michelle of the Dead, who is currently dead. What the hell? Yep, she killed her. Dead. She's dead. She's dead. It's that music. It scared me to She's death. Not even here. Probably, to probably scared her to death too. Uh, tonight we do not have uh, comments live. Oh, she is. Oh, just ah, kidding. I'm not yeah. really dead. This what was my hell? head in the movie. Uh, Jason Brooks made this. I did the makeup. He made I the thing. So just had to had to start it off that way today. Just, so just your so. your death scene in Vengeance uh, Two was phenomenal, by the way. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, that whole movie was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very honored to be a part of it. A couple of announcements, really quick, before we yes. get underway. Uh, we do not have comments on YouTube tonight, so if you want to comment, you have to be a part of our group. Um, if you're not, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, secondly, Melissa Volan says, "Hey y'all, we got Patrick back." Yes, he's a fan favorite. You have to deal with me again. (laughs) uh, Patrick will be on uh, almost every episode now and whenever he can. It's going to be a three-way death match. Oh shit! At some point, we're going to have to we're going to have to play. Would you rather? Would you rather? Yeah, you just make up shit like, "Would you rather?" You know, eat a bug or eat a human that tastes like ham. Patrick's butthole i don't know yeah, yeah i don't know or both oh, i mean so it's not like a truth or dare where you have to do the thing no no it's just a uh, would you rather and it's just for discussion so you well, can say uh, you know, if one like, of the why would you choose that butthole then yes that's my answer <laughs> I, was gonna say, I was gonna say calm down now vlad calm down <laughs> well can i can i say something before we get started of course i i brought you guys something and it's in light of uh of tonight's episode, um, I brought you guys a sandwich. Oh. And uh, I would like you to eat the fucking sandwich. Oh. I, I don't want a sandwich. I, uh, I Please tell me you're getting this. I'm having pierogies <laughs> yeah. and a salad for dinner. No, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting sandwich. it. This is a human sandwich, and I'm offering it to you. I'll have a human sandwich. Yeah. We're talking about human tasting like spam. We're talking about Dahmer tonight, and we're talking about the Netflix show with uh, Evan Peters. We're talking about Dahmer just in general. And I mean, the best scene in the Dahmer show with Evan Peters was this scene right here when he was trying to get Glenda to eat a fucking sandwich. That scene was phenomenal. I loved it. I wanted to bring you guys a sandwich because I loved it so much, but it failed, and you guys, you guys <laughs> appreciate my sandwich. I got it. I would like to point out Jeremy Renner also played Jeffrey Dahmer. He did. So we can always talk about that. He did in a 2002 movie just called Dahmer. 
And there's hey, also my friend Dahmer. There's there some people in the comments that show up as Facebook user. Mm. So um, say who you are, guys. Say who yeah, you yeah, are. You have permission to use your name. Yeah. yeah. Or you can just say who you are. Or say who you are. <laughs> so anyway, that we know that you're there. So, Dahmer. I mean, this could be three different people or one person. One person. The Milwaukee Cannibal. Let's Jeffrey. talk about it. Let's talk about. Can we start with the Netflix show? Yeah. Yes. Let's do I it. I feel like that's the newest thing, so it makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. the biggest rage. I mean, he's always been popular amongst popular amongst serial killers. Um, one of the most pro prolific and the most documentaries made about. And uh, they made a series, and I forgot what I was going to say about it. Go ahead. Before, before you were starting off so well i was like where's this going i can't wait i, I don't know i don't know i was going somewhere with it but then i got distracted because cat before walked in we, front of me we get into the show i just want to say this really quick uh so his name is jeffrey dahmer obviously born may 21st 1960 died november 28th 1994 in custody um to death. he's also known as the milwaukee cannibal or the milwaukee monster um obviously a serial killer and sex offender who committed murder dismemberment of 17 men and boys between 1978 and 1991. Uh, many of his later murders involved necrophilia, cannibalism, and the permanent preservation of body parts, typically all or part of the skeleton. Just to give everyone a little bit of a background as to what we're talking about. I mean, nerd out on it, buddy. That's what we're here for, right? <laughs> it's true. Did you say how many people he was convicted of killing? Seven. Huh? 17. Oh, 17. I thought it was 16. I thought he killed 16, was convicted for 15 right away, and then was convicted for the 16th about a year later. But I'm not as educated as you, so I'm probably well, wrong. Well, I'm, I'm just honestly reading off of uh, uh, the uh, Wikipedia page. So it's seven, <laughs> it says seven, the dismemberment of 17 men and boys. I'm reading out of here. <laughs> my memory shot though I, no i really I, th I thought he was convicted of 16 or 15 right away and then there was a 16th murder that he um they knew about in trial but they didn't convict him for that 16th murder until after um, the fact uh, after the fact yeah i don't know how long it was but it was after the fact pretty sure i could be yeah wrong. i'm skewing down here to see if it says anything about i'm not it. i'm not the i'm not like the the go-to for all answers I, i'm not the like final say i don't know anything i what do know that evan peters fucking crushed it yes he did as Dahmer. he totally it. did and that's Better that's kind of a water. thing that's i think that's where i'm go i was going with that he's always been really popular but now there's this new wave because of the series with evan peters because evan peters is like oh you know he's so cute and everybody loves him and he's such a good actor and and all that sort of stuff and he does a great job and so kind of like sensationalizes you know makes Dahmer kind of hot you know and it's like <laughs> yeah I, Evan Peters is hot he's on <laughs> I mean so people are having a hard time separating the character from the actor and, that, and, well, I, and that's like a thing you know people are dressing up and you know people oh I'm in love and blah 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 he's dead but you know they're still in love with the idea of Jeffrey Dahmer one thing I wanted to say kind of off of what you were just saying, like the sensationalizing of Jeffrey Dahmer and murder. That's one thing about uh, Monster that I actually thought was refreshing was that show. 
I mean, obviously it focused on Dahmer, right? But it actually also like gave light to the victims. Like they changed the story a little bit and it wasn't a hundred percent factual. I mean, it's more factual than Je uh, Jeremy Renner's 2002 movie and some of the things you've seen in the past. There's some, there's some hiccups, but for a TV show, whatever, it was pretty factual, but it, it showed, it gave light to the victims. It actually told their story as well as theirs, which you don't see in a lot of movies about serial killers. They just focus on the killer. Right. And it was just really refreshing to see a show that actually told their story as well. Like it told Jeffrey Dahmer's story, but it told the victim's stories as well. Uh, and I just really like that. I'd like to point out actually, Evan Peters uh, says that well, he had one rule for Mar Ryan Murphy, who uh, was the creator, to follow going into the series. And that would be that um, he never told the story from Dahmer's point of view. And so as an audience, you never really sympathize with him. You're not really getting into his plight. You're more sort of watching it from the outside looking in. Yeah. And so I think that's what leads to us kind of like, you know, uh, being separate and um, the way he told that story. Yeah, no, I loved it. Ryan Murphy is, um, did I say his name? Yeah, Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's phenomenal. Like, I feel like, you know, American Horror Story started off with a bang. And it's it's gotten kind of weak over time. But, I mean, you're what, like 10, 11 seasons in that yeah. happened. But I mean, the beginning was phenomenal writing. Evan Peters was fantastic. So those two to reunite again on Dahmer was just, I was, well, first Melissa's, time I saw like a preview for that, I was just like, ah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Melissa says he wore weights on his wrist to keep his arms by his side to mimic Dahmer's stance during the entire filming. Hmm. I couldn't imagine that. That would be so brutal. That's like interesting. Your arms would go to sleep after a while, it seems like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, well, I it could, depends yeah. on how heavy the weights are. Maybe they were just to remind him to keep his arms down. Maybe they weren't like twenty pounds around each wrist or something. You know, maybe it was yeah. just like little tiny sandbags or something. Those or little sure. five pounders, or even yeah, or even just like maybe even like a two pounder. You know, just something that remind you keep your arms down. I'm not sure if you guys know this, but they actually just um, um, uh, redid it for two more seasons. Uh, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, Melissa says they were like three to five pound weights on his wrists. Oh, cool. Yeah, and and oddly enough, um, Angela and I were actually talking about this that in the series Dahmer, they actually did show. I think it was Gacy. Yep. And um, was it who was the other one? Was it Ramirez? Uh, I thought they showed. I, I don't remember, but I remember the Gacy, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, he's making a cameo. <laughs> yeah, you gotta wonder if those were are those are going to be the next in that line of uh, in that yeah. series. I think I think we're gonna see uh, Pogo uh, in the next one just because he had like a pretty significant little segment. I don't yeah. remember seeing Ramirez though. I'm trying to remember who the third one was. Dude, that'd be I would watch it. I just remember Gacy. Yeah. Ramirez. Um, actually, in season five of American Horror Story, the hotel one, Cortez. Yeah. Um, there's a the time there's like they're all having dinner and it's Gacy, um, uh, Eileen's there. Ramirez is there, Dahmer's there, and the um, doesn't H.H. Yeah, Holmes in that episode. Wait, what's that? Doesn't uh, Evan Peters play H.H. Holmes in that episode? No, he plays this guy who owned the hotel who died years ago, and I don't know if it's supposed to be H.H. Holmes or if like, but it's a different. The guy has a different name. It's not H.H. Yeah. Holmes. I I took it as <laughs> I don't remember what his name was. It's 
it's been so long since I've seen that. I watched it when it first came out, but I, fr- I think I, anyways, yeah, I thought it was him, but I'm stupid. So I'm really excited <laughs> though that they decided to do um, uh, more with with that series. That uh, um, Ryan Murphy's going to continue doing those stories. <clears throat> like I think that's pretty cool. He did a great job. Like even though it was slightly. Um, you know, not exactly the truth, the exact story. It was close enough for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, was the, it was the closest that we've gotten to, I mean, outside of a documentary, right? I mean, documentaries, I mean, even sometimes those are kind of like not factual. They're written biasedly. But for documentaries, that's usually where you go for at least close to the truth. But when you watch a TV show, I mean, you expect it to have some kind of like, you know, inaccuracies in it because it's written for entertainment. But accuracy, Dahmer uh, was the closest one out there. I think there was only a few things that were like really kind of off. Like Glenda didn't, I mean, wasn't actually his neighbor. She lived in a different complex over. She did report him um, when, I can't remember the, the guy's last name, but the, the, the kid that got away that when the cops were called and then uh, they, the cops released the kid back into Dahmer's custody. He has a really long last name that I can't remember, but like, it was actually like her kid or niece or something that reported that like called 911 that night, not her, but it was mm-hmm. pretty close. Uh, one of the things about that too, was one of the officers, uh, Balzerak, I believe was, uh, actually supported by the union after they after he was suspended and came back because those two officers that did that were suspended and were yeah. allowed back in and that that cop john balls or whatever his name is became the president of the milwaukee police association in 2000 yeah that that whole story was pretty accurate except for i don't think he won cop of the year that year but he did get reinstated and he did go on to uh get promoted um and he was backed by the union, but I don't think he won the officer of the year award that the show portrayed him to win. So I right. mean, that's something tiny, it's not anything like huge. Yeah, no, it's not anything that you guys were like, we're all pretty close in age. I'm not going to out any of us as being old. But... We're in our late twenties. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we were all alive during the original Dahmer. Do you remember like when you first heard it, like hit the news kind of like what you thought about some guy eating and you know 17 other dudes do you remember like kind of how do you remember reading about it and how you felt i don't remember even hearing about it but it was no, not until like later i was pretty young um i mean what was it, it was in the 70s right yeah so I well was, uh, but he was caught in what 91 yeah yeah so i guess i was older then yeah that makes sense i was thinking about like when he's doing it um no i actually i don't remember any of that i don't know i mean news like news is you don't get news like you do today it's like all over social media like you can go on facebook and find out what somebody did all over the world like back in back then you know that stuff didn't exist so you had to actually like watch local news or and i wasn't really a big news person back then i didn't really care about what cnn was saying in 1991 all i wanted to do was party yeah (laughs) Yeah. I think I was like 14, so I was probably living in Baltimore and being a fucking fuck up. But I remember hearing about it and I just was blown away because like 
you know, nowadays, I think we're kind of desensitized to these kind of stories. So the impact, you know, it would have had in 1991. My, my mom was super into true crime stuff. And so I think like maybe I was exposed to it more than, you know, general kids, I guess, you know, or teenagers at the time. Right. Um, but I just to me, I remember it hitting the news and it being everywhere. So I was just curious if you remember, like, kind of the emotion of, of everything going on. <clears throat> I can imagine it was pretty fucking crazy, though. Oh, 100 percent. Um, yeah, he's got one of the more crazy stories just because of also how recent it was. Like a lot of the Gacy stuff and Gein and all those were so, you know, so, I mean, to me, I guess it seems like so much longer ago than 1991 does. Um, and I, obviously we've had like a lot of serial killers and things since then, but I mean, he was like kind of the, like the last one before it became fashionable to be a serial killer or whatever, because it was like before the internet and people did it for like you know, their five minutes of fame before they went and did life in prison or got the death penalty, you know? Well, and he hit, he hit different too, because one, he was a cannibal. <laughs> like you weren't hearing a lot about that. And two, he was killing dudes instead of women. Right. Right. And so that hit, that hit differently on the news. Like a lot of times when you're listening to something about serial killers, it's, you know, they're killing young women, they're killing uh, you know, hookers and stuff like that, homeless people, homeless women, just anything that it's, it's always around women. Dahmer was slaying dudes. So that, that hit slaying the news. Dudes. <laughs> well, um, and that's good. So that hit the news different, right? That's good yeah. to bring that up too, because on the newest season of American Horror Story, which, you know, also is done by Ryan Murphy, um, they actually touch on how in the 80s, and although this is, you know, that, that shows in the 80s and this is the 90s, the almost the running storyline is how the police and things like that would just basically wash away um, gay men who were being attacked by other men and things like that. They were just like, oh, you know, so for instance, even like the Dahmer thing where they saw this obviously was a kid, but they were too fucking stupid to get it. Um, you know, they were like, oh, he's just into some weird shit, kinky shit with this gay relationship. And so they wouldn't investigate things like that. You know what I mean? Because they were homophobes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They Well, they, and that was just the time period. And that's just, yeah. that's how it was. And I think that's why people like Gacy and Dahmer got away with that kind of stuff for so long. Because, you know, when people... Nobody wanted complain, to touch that. Right. The cops didn't want to, like, get involved. They they're just... Like, no. Yeah. They might like, turn them gay. We don't want the gays. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, I feel like they did a good job of kind of portraying that with the cops in the in the newest show too. Mm -hmm. You could kind of you could tell that like the the police officers knew something wasn't right, but they just didn't want to press They're it. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, that's your boyfriend. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, okay. We're gonna leave. We're, we're gonna find some weird dicks and shit all over your house, so we're not. We don't want to go in there and see that. Yeah. Like we they, they were like too uncomfortable to like actually like say, okay, this guy's up to some fucking shit. <laughs> let's yeah. let's actually look into this. They're like, no, 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 no. We're good. We're good. Yeah. We got another call. We're gonna go hit. <laughs> um. One. I don't know if you guys noticed this. Uh, there was a goof in the show. Um. In many episodes, there is a 3M command strip shown in Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment kitchen. This takes place in 1991 at the latest, you know, end of the show. Um, and 3M debuted its first wave of command products in 1996. Ooh. Not, How did you notice that? It doesn't ruin the show, but, you know, it's just a little goof. Wait, like well, 3M you know. is in the tape? Yeah, like, you know, like the command strips that I yeah, 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 yeah. with. Yeah, like that stuff. 
There was 3M in there? I missed that. I was oblivious. <laughs> that was a good catch. They say, what is there, like no continuity in filmmaking? I disagree personally. We I'm always try that. to a lot. I but know. a lot of times you have to film things non-sequentially. And a lot of times the same people aren't available or this happens and that happens. So I'm guessing um, based on this <laughs> comment, it's probably my mom commenting. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you would... Would notice the demand strips. Um, but did, so overall, we liked the show. You guys thought it was a good one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I knew it was Angela. Apparently, it's Angela. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was really good. It kept my attention the whole time. Um, you know, because I get bored really easily. I fall asleep really easily too, and I watched it all. And I'm probably going to watch it again. Just because yeah. you, know, you know that you watch something the first time is kind of just like a. Okay, I'm, this is like a preview. So next time I'm really going to, you can pick up more things the following yeah, times that you watch it, things that like you miss. Command it, oh, shit. I, command strip. Now I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch for that. And you, so I'm like one of those people, right? I think it was, um, what's the American Pie? They do this one scene where they're in the bedroom and it, and it goes from him holding a red cup to him holding a blue cup that goes back to him holding a red cup. And every time I watch that movie, like I can't not see it. And that's why I get kind of like weird about watching movies and things being correct. Because if I see it, then it like takes me out of the, the yeah. story. Oh, you know what I mean? Well, I, I recently watched a movie called Yummy, which is really good, by the way. It's a zombie movie, which I didn't really realize. But he gets bitten on one leg by this thing. Mm. But he's like holding the other leg. And same thing on Bram Stoker's Dracula. There's oh, like a neck that. bite that happens. But like he's holding the other side of the neck and i was like oh and that's like a big time movie too yeah have you have I, you seen that one bram stoker's not hmm. yeah, bram bram Stokers. yeah but you gotta notice just pay attention to the pay attention you'll okay see it now you'll see it did, did either of you watch that um my friend Dahmer, the show no, of him I as a child no that's no. on netflix too right i believe so yeah it's either on yeah. amazon is it good or netflix. So my personal opinion is I think it's good. I think it stretches how much of like the class clown, you know, kind of in, how they kind of portray him to be like this really off the wall class clown dude. I think they overplay that in order to make the movie more interesting. Oh. Um, I, I don't think that he was exactly how they portrayed him. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it made for a, a origin story, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think so it's based on that with Dahmer, like the, the newest Dahmer like the class clown thing, but they played it off more like he wasn't like really a class clown. He was just playing to people who were kind of like bullying him a little bit. Yeah. Right? Like, so, and I feel like that's probably a little more accurate than him actually being a class clown. Yeah. He's probably just trying to make them, you know, creep them out a bit. Yeah. What do you guys think was like, how did, how did Dahmer go from like quiet kid to the military to like cannibal murderer do you think it was because of the time period because gay men weren't like really accepted and then being abandoned by his family just that like kind of like like my pitbull right uh, michelle will tell you like pitbulls have these like abandonment issues even if you go to the store for an hour you've been gone for gone. two fucking weeks yeah like it's, one it's hour just, equals two weeks they're out there and killing people. do you think there was oh. something about him like just being like having that feeling of abandonment constantly and well, then not I think, being accepted by society is what I think that's inevitably a, yeah sorry, a, probably like a quarter of it 
I think. I like a lot of it's family. Perfect stuff. Uh, nurture it and nature. It yeah. didn't you know? seem like you had to like, you know, I don't want to, I'm not saying like people with mental illness become serial killers, but it didn't seem like you really had like learning disabilities from. No, no, he seemed quite smart and he knew he wasn't crazy and he just, you know. Someone thinks he had a borderline personality. Disorder. That's very possible. It's probably yeah. Angela also as Facebook user. I I think it was like Michelle was saying, it's a little bit of nurture and nature uh, and then a little bit of his environment stability. Right. I mean, his parents were his mom obviously was not there for him. Right. And that's a big thing. You know, I mean, I'm it's a you know, guys think their mom. It's it's a thing. There's a bond. I don't right. know it because I don't have sons. I've got daughters. But, you know, my brother and our mom, it's like, I don't know, like the daddy daughter bond. Not, not, okay, I'm just going to stop talking. We got it. <laughs> and we're moving on. <laughs> uh, Melissa says that the cannibalism would have always been with him, maybe. Like, anyways, wanted to and just couldn't hold it back anymore. Do you think that um, we know about everything he did? You know, the time he was in the oh. military and stuff? Do you oh, think no. that he got away with anything? No, 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 no. There's no way. There's no way we know everything. Like, how many dead animals did he lick? You know, when his dad wasn't looking. So gross. Was it <laughs> two? Know? In the movie or for real? <laughs> I don't know. He was just throwing a number out there. It's got to be at least number. two. If anybody be honest, says, tell me of something and I have no idea, it's just always fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, though, I do feel really bad Eric. for, like, for Lionel, <laughs> you know, Lionel Donner, Dahmer and how much weight he probably holds. Um, oh, he was so as far as like, like teaching them how to dissect animals. And then, and then he was in such denial, yeah. you know, and, and then finally, <laughs> finally, he realized his part, I think. Well, yeah. and then like kicking him out, you know, and forcing him into the military and, you know, all those things I'm sure like weighs heavily on a parent when you're the parent of a serial killer. Yeah. But especially because of the um, uh, being left alone and being basically, you know, pushed off by your family constantly, you know, mm -hmm. at some point as a parent, you got to feel like you had a point, had a helping hand in it. Whereas oh, you look yeah. at other people, maybe like, you know, Bundy, where you're like, the parents kind of probably feel like they didn't really have any hand in him becoming who he did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I don't know. Imagine, My kids aren't serial killers. I can imagine being a <laughs> parent you know of. Serial killer would be pretty like, traumatic to a point where like how you you probably take on like all of the responsibility like my son's out there killing the shit out of people how that's, could i've not known yeah it's my fault yeah. what did i what did i do to cause that that's a you know and as a parent you always doubt yourself anyways in your parenting skills you know i mean i have you know it's like god did i do the right thing or where did i fuck up you know things like that and then, and then imagine you know this is with normal children and then you have somebody who turns out like that. I can't imagine the feeling that a parent would have, you know, oh, yeah. it's like, where the hell did I go wrong? Well, and I think they did such a good job of, in that show portraying like the, like his father's emotions and just like the weight you like in all, like after his father found out in the show, every scene after that, you could feel the weight Oh yeah. yeah. And everything just like pouring out of the screen. I was just like, God. Yeah. That was, cool. that was good. That was very good. <laughs> yeah. Can, um, Oh, what do we got? 
Do we think people, people that collect serial killer memorabilia will become serial killers? Oh, absolutely. I resemble that remark. Oh, like, no one, no one hashtag the FBI. I got a couple things I need to pull down off my wall. Right. <laughs> Good thing I'm in my nerd room and not my horror room. Oh. <laughs> Derek says, damn it, we fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to. Uh, um, I do want to ask um, uh, you two what what scene or moment in that show did it for you? Like, what what was it that like would just ha what part of that show just had you captivated the most? I mean, my oh, part God. was the sandwich part. Like, I the the whole scene where. You know, Dahmer knocks on the door all the way up until he leaves. Just that whole scene in the sandwich. I was just captivated. Like that was that was it. I don't think I've seen anything greater in a TV show ever in my life than that scene, which is why I brought you guys a fucking wrap <laughs> um, and give me a bite, damn it. <laughs> right. Um so but what what part was it for you? Like I just, I need to know because Oh I'm, God. I don't know if I have anything that really sticks out. Um that is a beautiful dog. Oh, thank you. That's Ruby. Ruby Rose. Um, they they just stuck. They just got home. Um, I I feel like I'm trying to remember. I feel like it was one of the scenes with one of the victims that I don't know. And it was for here. I'll go, go ahead. You're taking over. No, you go ahead. For me, it was definitely, and I know maybe this is like probably for most people or a cliche way to answer it, but I would think it's for me the kid getting given back to Dahmer. Because at least, you know, the kid was all drugged up and things and probably yeah. really didn't understand what was happening mostly at that time. But for to be given back to the guy you just got away from. And then on top of that, the the um, neighbor standing there going like, what do you do? Like the effects on her that obviously the kid who was you know, later killed, you know, and everything like just that whole scenario is mind boggling to me how it happened. And I think that that's like shows how bad um you know that era was for people of you know different colors or sexualities and things like that is how easy it was for the cops to do things like that just that whole that was just such a pivotal thing and that in his whole story you know what i mean is the, the fact that the cops gave an underage kid back to him while there's people standing around screaming no that's a child and they still did it. Like, yeah, I think, yeah. Me, like they're the they're most, like going to overlook the overage thing because it's a gay thing. Right, right. You, you know? know what I mean? Like it, to me, that yeah. was like the hardest part to get through and to kind of like wrap my brain around is like how on earth. Like I get like going to a the bathhouse and drugging a guy, and that's kind of easy. But to literally be giving a kid back to the cops or giving you know your your cap captee to the cops. And then getting them back while everyone's standing around screaming, are you out of your mind? You know, like yeah. that. Yeah. And then yeah. also, we never even brought up, he got pulled over with a dead body in the back of his fucking car and somehow drove away from that. <laughs> I've gotten pulled over with a gram of weed. <laughs> this guy had a whole dead ass body in his car. Didn't even get a ticket. Uh, that's so funny. He might have got a ticket. I don't remember. But what, like, you know what I'm saying? This it's guy your had luck. The, it's, the you just have luck bad luck. Serial killer ever. You just shouldn't be a serial killer because you would have yeah, really bad luck. I have like the most, like, I don't, I almost said iconic look. That's not what I meant. But I'm like the most recognizable dude ever. <laughs> like, I well, literally can't do You have anything. tattoos on your face. It's true. Oh, is that what those are? 
It's true. I get made fun I've of. You, I've known you for how long, Vlad, and I didn't know those were tattoos on your face. <laughs> They're definitely not <laughs> dolphins. But you never showered. <laughs> oh, he had dirty brows. <laughs> My blue dirty brows. You got dirty brows. Come here, Hannibal. Come here. Oh, no. He knew he could talk adults into believing him. That's a pretty good point. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what he did is he just had to convince people, like, he, you know, convince the cops or the cop that pulled him over the dead body was he wasn't doing what he people thought he was doing. Um, right. Or. See, I don't I don't know, like, before, if if you were talking Bundy, then yes, Bundy was a smooth talker, right? That guy could talk his way out of anything. But I don't know if Dahmer was a smooth talker or if he was just fucking lucky. Like, I don't. I think I. He, well, the hearing him, like the depiction of him, you know, on the show talking to guys at the bar and stuff, he was pretty awkward. Uh, like I don't know. I I just feel like he just he was a product of the times. It was lucky. Cops didn't want to deal with him, so he was just. I don't know. I mean, he. I mean, he did have some convincing conversations with people, um, but a lot. I think a lot of it was luck. Yeah. I just, I think that was pure luck. <laughs> I think there had to have been something socially awkward about him because he wasn't an unattractive guy. You know what I mean? So he could have right. gone into a bar and met a guy and had, you know, whatever. So I, I think that there had to have been something like a social awkwardness that when he would go out to bars, there was a reason people didn't want to talk to him. It wasn't right. because he was ugly or anything like that. But... It's because he was weird somehow. Yeah. Like he was like... somehow kind of just weird and, he had this, he would he, the way he carried himself was kind of weird. Well, and know? a lot of that goes to say when he had to like pay guys to come take pictures, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's a, a regular attractive guy doesn't have to pay people to come over and right. take pictures. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's kind of why I didn't I, think about that. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of why I felt like there had to have been something about him that made other people uncomfortable for them yeah. to have to be paid to come over and have a drink. or Well, you know, a lot of people can also feel vibe in the air too. You know, some people are more receptive yeah. than others and, you know, true. You know, yeah. If there's a bad guy around, you know, if you're talking to somebody, you can kind of tell, you can feel it coming off of them. There's people I've definitely been around in conversations with where I was just like, okay, I know I'm never going to speak to you again, like on purpose. Like I'm going to, yeah, like I'm, actively I, avoid you. I don't like it in your energy bubble, <laughs> so I'm gonna stay far, far away. Exactly. I feel you like Dahmer. Me, I am no longer gonna talk to you. Exactly. You have a serial killer vibe, sir. Let's yeah. talk about how Dahmer died. Yeah, Please. yeah, that was kind of brutal. Uh, Derek <laughs> pay people to come drink with me. I don't know. Maybe if you offer to take their picture, they will come. <laughs> maybe, maybe you just were born in the wrong uh, decade. You should have been born in the seventies. Just, yeah. just, just hit them with. Uh, I'm just. We, I'm going to make you watch this uh, Zompire Horde podcast, and then you can leave. <laughs> then you can leave. <laughs> then you can leave. Yeah. yeah um, just, but, you just have to watch this first. Did you guys? Did either of you guys hear the untrue story of him getting a broom handle broken off in his ass? No, I think I, I might have heard a sprinkling of that, but I don't believe that. Was I what think happened. it falls along the same lines as like the J Jamie Lee Curtis as a hermaphrodite kind of. Uh, what are those? <laughs> oh, called? the urban. Like, it's urban legend. Urban legend. That's all it is. Yeah, like because I had heard that about Dahmer was that you know a guy had broken a bro like a broom handle or a mop handle off in his asshole, and I was like, you know what? 
kill me, but please don't ever break anything off in my asshole. Like I'd much rather just like, so then when I found out he got beat over the head with a dumbbell, I kind of felt better. Like I, I shouldn't say happy for him, but it just made my butthole clench less. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that the show was pretty accurate on his. <laughs> Did you just snort? Um, just I don't think there was any yes, shoving. No. <laughs> Derek Winsky says that's what he heard growing up in Wisconsin. So uh, I'm not wrong, and I've probably heard it in New Jersey or Maryland, uh, but I'm not wrong you after I heard. Yeah, so wrong. someone else heard. You're always right. <laughs> but <laughs> so instead, he was beat over the skull with a dumbbell. Because mm -hmm. he was in the weight room cleaning up, him and another actual. Uh, there was another guy there that got beat to death because he was a witness. Yeah, which is uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to remember yeah. the dude. Uh, his name, Jesse Andrew. Wait, so on the morning of November 28th, 1994. So this is three years after he was caught. Uh, Dahmer left his cell to conduct his assigned work detail. Accompanying him were two fellow inmates, Jesse Anderson and Christopher Scarver. The trio left unsupervised in the showers of the prison gym for approximately 20 minutes. Uh, Dahmer was discovered on the floor of the bathrooms of the gym, suffering from extreme head wounds. He had been bludgeoned over the head and face with a 20-inch metal bar. Uh, his head had also been repeatedly struck against the wall in the assault. Um, Scarver, who was serving a life sentence for murder already in 19, that he got committed in 1990, informed authorities he'd had first attacked Dahmer with the metal bar as Dahmer was cleaning a staff locker room before attacking Anderson as he cleaned an inmate locker room. Uh, but apparently the reason he killed Dahmer was because he basically, Dahmer never uh, showed any sort of remorse um, for the crimes. Yeah. Is what he says. Yeah. Uh, yeah maybe the rumor got started because folks felt that's what should have happened. Bread is pretty much everything I've heard. Like, that like I never even heard the broomstick thing that you that you brought up like somehow that escaped me like and if I did hear it I was like uh and promptly it out. It. yeah <laughs> that's not true forget <laughs> denied yes so it looks like he was also cremated and uh, both his parents got some of the ashes what's the market for some for some uh, Dahmer ashes you think oh, oh yeah God. that's got to be some good money I mean, right um. So the show, the show de depicted something that I actually never heard either, and I'm wondering if it's true. And I never bothered to look it up after watching. But in the show, they they tried to um, sell his brain to science, uh, and then that oh. was, and the parents denied that, so they cremated it. Do either of you know if that actually happened or if they made that up for the show? So, I don't know. That'd be interesting. In September of 1995, Dahmer's body was cremated. Uh, his ashes were divided between his parents. Uh, owing to a, a disagreement between the, his parents uh, as to whether Dahmer's brain should be retained for medical research, this organ was initially retained but also cremated in December of 1995. So they didn't okay. make that up. So it was accurate. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Derek Winsky says he saw the urn for what looks like two hundred quarter million dollars. With the new show out, that's, I mean, where where did you see that at, Derek? Yeah, Patrick has some extra funds he needs to spend. Yeah, right. He's got a quarter million burning a hole in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm looking to burn some cash. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, though. Like, I mean, I've seen you know 
some ashes and that stuff says like that. 250 million oh yeah i got that in my back pocket right now one two no it's 250 000. okay wait no one's paying 250 oh. million for a damn <laughs> oh okay you're right that was a uh i'll send a like to vlad oh i like you too buddy thanks <laughs> i'm sure he's, he meant link, link oh. it's the same thing right but derek i'm the one that asked dude why don't i get the link i'll have to sh share it with you <laughs> uh let me see what we got here <laughs> i thought there was another zero sorry <laughs> so yeah he started in 1998 there's been a ton of like television shows too where he's been um like featured or talked about um Mark Myers directed the film. My friend uh, Dahmer premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival. Uh, that's, that's actually based off a graphic novel. Movie, right? What's that? My friend Dahmer. That's fairly new, right? 2017. Oh, God. And no. it's based on a graphic novel by John Bachter. Yeah, I knew, Have you I seen knew it? Novel, knew the graphic novel existed, but I didn't. I didn't realize the movie was that old already. No, I haven't seen it. I have seen it. I watched it once. Is um, it good? Like I said, it's pretty good. It just, I feel like they overplay kind of how much of a class clown or how right. weird, you know what I mean, that he was. Is that it? Besides uh, that, is it okay? Oh, he said 2,500. Oh. Well, and you I'm need to put ask. a decimal in there. <laughs> you guys need to become friends on Facebook so you can send me the one. 2,500 is not good. I have no friends. Um, I'm your friend. It, it is. Okay. We're your friends. <laughs> Thanks. You came over to dinner at my house. That's like some friendship. Yeah, dude, we all oh, hung yeah. out. That's, a, that's like that's like next level shit right there. Dude, we hung out together in person. It's yeah, true. that's we did. We did. Yes. Um, the <laughs> the Dahmer film, that, which came out in two thousand two, which is a biographical crime drama thriller film, written and directed by David Jacobson, uh, and co well anyway, um, was also a theatrical release. It's based on the crimes of Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, it goes on to say Jeremy Renner, right? Who plays Hawkeye in all the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. Um, also he's in that movie, the town. Have you guys seen that? Mm -mm. No. Uh, it's about like these Boston bank robbers, him and Ben Affleck are in it. It's actually really good. Um, but that, I actually really enjoyed the, that's probably my second favorite Dahmer movie. I mean, there's not a whole lot of Dahmer films, but that's probably my, my second to the new Where one. Where is it streaming? It does not say currently mm. on here. I'd have to look it up on Google. Oh, okay. Well, but no, it's probably on. I can do that right now. I can do that too. I think it's on Netflix right now. Oh, okay. Netflix. If that would make sense Netflix. because usually Netflix floods you with whatever their newest shit is. So they'll bring back all the old stuff like My Friend is Dahmer and all those ones. Yeah. But my real question is what the fuck are we going to talk about next week, guys? Oh, hmm. Are we going to do another know. horror? We're going to do true crime, or we can combine the two. Let's do the episode that uh, Michelle said earlier. What would you say? Would you rather? Yeah, let's do it. Would you rather? We'll we'll have a week to come up with some things, and we can and fans can play. Oh yeah, when, like, and, yeah. Would you rather have a vagina for a mouth or penises for fingers? Things like that. Yeah, yeah. and then penis fingers. Uh, wait. I like that's cool. Like I'm down for that. But didn't Michelle? Didn't she mention something about doing a clown episode? We could do a clown episode also. 
costume. I mean, clowns are fun to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm into doing it. Um, like I said, no, no uh, 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 disrespect. I just want to get another like, per, like clown perception from like yeah, yeah, a rodeo yeah, yeah. clown, or like a different type of clown. Because like, clown. yeah, because like I kind of want to touch on like. Melissa origins of clowns. And has a dirty why they're mind. scary and <laughs> it's just a that, that was that urban a, legends. That's a good one too, dude. Urban legends. That is a was, great one. Melissa, was that a suggestion for next week's show? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh no, but we could. This is a show about dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not about wieners. I, I kind of like this urban legends idea, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. good one. Also, uh, Michelle knows this. Melissa knows this. Uh, because Melissa is our number one fan, we sent her a number one fan package. Ooh. It hit the mail today. And I'm so Sweet. excited for her to get it because it was handmade by a good friend of mine. And it's a one-of-a-kind thing. There's no there's no other ones. This is the only one. And it's going to Melissa. And I can we do uh can we do an unboxing show when Melissa gets that? We can do an unboxing <gasps> show. Oh, dude. Yeah, Melissa, when you get unboxing. that. Your job is to record yourself opening it. Okay. My buddy Luke says, "Great show." My interwebs were fucking. Yay! Up. Be good to see you. Yeah, I saw him today. He was skateboarding by. Told me he was gonna come in and watch the show. So that's. Thank awesome. you, Luke. Uh, Thank Derek Winsky says, "Cryptids." That's a good one too. Yeah. That what would are... kind of go along with urban legends a little bit. A little what, bit. What are cryptids? Are like cryptids uh, are things like you know mermaids, people. Cthulhu. Yeah. Yeah. Mythical okay. creatures or yeah. Melissa Volan says, thank you so much. I will do it. I'm so excited. Yay. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, we should, well, let's just do that. So then we can, uh, we'll do uh, urban legends as well as like, we'll bring in cryptids. Obviously because Derek and Winsky and I cannot agree on football teams. We do agree <laughs> on, on. Yes. The, we will cover the, the New team. Jersey devil. Well, him and I are both New Jersey devils hockey fans. So. We have. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> so let's do that. Does that sound good for you guys? You that guys sounds know. great. Uh, Patrick, we also have a show booked. Do you want to maybe go through a quick little uh, like announcement about that one? Coming oh, yeah. Up? One. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, those of you who watch the show regularly know that some episodes are like this, where it's just conversations and we involve you in conversations. And some of them, we have guests and we interview people. Um, well, we just booked um, December 12th, uh, Seattle, um, I guess, superstar is what you would want to call him, uh, Ross Allison. Um, if you don't know who Ross Allison is, he is, he runs the, probably the biggest paranormal investigation group in the world uh, called A Ghost. He's been running it for over 20 years. He's also made documentary movie called Parasense. He's been on TV. He's uh, on the TV shows Ghost Hunters. He's written six books, currently writing two more. He also runs the underground haunted tours in Seattle called Spooked in Seattle. He is joining us on December 12th to discuss paranormal. His books, <laughs> his, <laughs> his documentary, his paranormal investigation team, his 
touring across the country and doing lectures. We'll be talking about all of that. So if you or any of your friends you know are into the paranormal, love ghost hunting, love watching movies or documentaries about ghosts, whether you believe or you don't, join us December 12th. Ross Allison will be here. He is a fantastic man. I used to be on his uh, paranormal team for a little bit. Uh, I went to high school with him. Yeah, <laughs> Michelle knows how good of a guy he is. He's an awesome, dude. He'll be here to talk all things paranormal. Super stoked! Yes, I'm excited. Hell yeah, I'm excited too. That's gonna be rad. So there's two shows, and then after that, Sweet. we're gonna start booking them up for you. Yeah, um, yeah, we got a few more under our belt too. Watch our old episodes here on YouTube. Uh, we also have what like iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Are we still everybody... on Twitch? No. Okay. It's more of a gaming platform, and you kind of got to yeah. Go live but we're here, you know, Facebook day. and uh, we're right here. You can join the Zompire Horde podcast community page. There's a Zompire main page. Uh, we got YouTube, we got Twitter, we got Instagram. Apple. So go follow us on all of it. We're on Apple iTunes, Spotify. We got a Spotify. sandwich. We got sandwiches. We got meat sandwiches. We got, we got spam sandwiches. Human meat sandwiches. Meat <laughs> sandwiches. Meat. Well, as you both know, I love you very much. I love you. I love you guys. I am your host, Vlad the Rad, with my co-host, Patrick Von Smithenstein, <laughs> and Michelle of the Dead and Angela Coffin in the background. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, join us, won't you? Welcome to the Zompire Horde Podcast. Join us every Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, as your hosts, Vlad the Rad and Michelle of the Dead, discuss horror, true crime, and the macabre. Episodes available on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Join us, won't you?